0: This is a D&D podcast where we talk about D&D with each other. Welcome back to the Hells. Oh,
1: spicy.
2: <laughs> spice.
1: So much spice.
3: And welcome to a very special episode of Make Believe Heroes. You, uh, you might call this a Make Believe Champions session. I am your Dungeon Master, and my name is Paul. And I'm joined today by four friends of mine. Definitely thought I was here for Season 5, but it's fine. My name is Zach.
4: <laughs> Hi, I am Alan, and I will be here for Season 5. He will. He's right. I was here yeah. for
3: season four. We you weren't, but we all know Brackle's coming back. You that's know? right. But not to not today.
4: Spoilers! Though. Not today. I'm Joe,
0: and I will not be here for season five, except on the listening end.
3: Joe who? Uh, but that's okay. But you're here for today, Joe, and that's what matters. Woo.
2: And I'm Roberto, Ooh. and I
3: won't be in season five. I'll be in the peanut gallery, though. Roberto. I'm sorry. If, uh, you're caught up on season four, right, Roberto?
2: Oh, most definitely. Okay. Thanks. I'm thanks s- for killing
3: i'm sorry thanks. look
2: the, the, the only character in media that i felt connected oh, no. to oh, that's not true. and he died
3: oh, oh man um it's funny because joe and i were actually messaging on discord a while back and he's like i still can't believe that that we're gonna be playing with roberto after roberto and i was like man just wait roberto's gonna get murdered in the show here pretty soon the other roberto uh, <laughs> not this one. We're glad you're here. It, it's curse. Go two for Thank two. Two. It's curse. Thank you for being here, Roberto, and uh, we are looking forward to some Dungeons and Dragons. This, of course, uh, Roberto and Joe, a couple of our patrons, and we are really excited to play some D anD D. This has been a long time coming. It really has. We were supposed to play back in what was that? Like August? Beginning of August, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
3: And uh, life, man, you know, it just comes at you fast. But here we are, and just as Joe. Stated in the intro, we are going to be descending. You might say, once again, deep into the non-hills. But before we do, I'm going to roll a giant blue d20. Now I should mention uh, in the Discord this morning, I rolled on the dice parser and I on our Discord for the podcast and I actually got a natural twenty. So I thought about just keeping that, but then Alan went on there and also got a natural twenty. So that doesn't count. So I gotta I gotta re-roll it. Now you watch, it's gonna be a net one. I can feel it. Lol. It's not. It's an 18.
2: Oh, no. Roberto's going to die. Oh, Oh. that's what I rolled on the Discord. This is weird.
4: Roberto's going to die. I want to roll my giant blue D12. Yeah, do
5: it.
3: (laughs) It doesn't have numbers on it. Oh, okay. Uh That means you get to say it's just a 12. It landed on a flat side. It's amazing, isn't it? So, actually, I meant to tell you guys, I had uh, planned to... um, change the rules today so actually the the, the rolling of the big D, the big blue d20 is going to change things so based on how i roll i get to add now a plus four because i'm an 18 just like the indie rules to all of my rolls on top of any oh, modifiers so
2: roberto's dying
3: and you guys have to have a negative four to all of your rolls
2: i quit <laughs> 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 i'm to
3: die uh, just kidding let's play some dungeons and dragons you all ready? no yeah dungeons and dragons we begin in a very dark place there is no sun in the sky. There is only the sound of strong blowing wind, as well as the beating of hooves. There is a singular chariot, something like a chariot, anyway, I guess is the best way we could describe it. It is what looks like a sort of think almost like Santa's sleigh, like a big old sleigh, except there is a strange bubble over the top of it. Uh, And it's large enough to hold eh, five, six people, probably. And this large sleigh is being pulled, this chariot, without wheels, by two very strange large creatures. Now, the chariot itself looks like it could literally be made from solid cloud. Okay, it has the swooping um, kind of like cloud like symbols along the sides. And the bubble that is over top of it, which is kind of like the top half of an egg, I guess, it's sort of half-semi-spherical, whatever you want to call that. It's like a strange, like, translucent, but it also seems to be shifting sort of like wind, like still wind. And the two large creatures that are pulling this big chariot look like enormous rams that are also crafted from the same cloud-like material. Beautiful. As we draw closer to this cloudy chariot, we go inside the wind bubble... And seated inside his chariot, comfortably, I might say, are four figures. Uh, you see Chargenzis Kintel.
4: Oh, Lord. In all of his fiery radiance. Hmm. Beautiful. To his left, you see a solid black tiefling with
5: long white horns and a Ooh. white tipped tail. Okay. Wearing fancy robes. Fancy. And a large great sword on his back.
1: Oh,
3: come ready for ready for business. You know what I'm saying. And then beside him, Joe. What do we see?
0: Uh, so what you're looking at is kind of a steel blue skinned tiefling uh, with purple horns, uh, nice padded vest, uh, and his horns just kind of go slicked back from his head, mm-hmm. right along his hairline. Uh, shaved down the sides, very prominent mustache. Uh, this guy has definitely seen some things.
3: Seen some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then last but not least, Roberto. What you
2: see is this imp goblin looking fella, dark blue outfit. The best way to describe it is uh, Have you seen Evil Knievel? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) Flashy. With red and black instead of the traditional colors. Right. Uh, Cape and all, and pompadour and rock star glasses. (laughs) Literally, star
3: glasses. (laughs) He's wearing star glasses. I love it. That's incredible. Nice. Okay. So, Char, you're the leader of this bunch. So, like a coach before a
4: game Mm -hmm. in the locker room, or a uh, captain on on the boat before they get out and go and fight. I am walking back and forth, pacing, but I, I have my hands behind my back, in Mm -hmm. char fashion, you could even say that I am putt-putting along just a little bit oh boy,
3: yeah, just a bit
4: and I say, you know I'm the leader of this bunch y'all know me well oh don't (laughs) and we're finally (laughs) back to kick some tail but Uh, DK wrap here we are I will be playing the part of your prisoner so, you know do with that as you will I'm kind of bored now. Y'all, you get at it.
2: <laughs> did you sit down? <laughs> you sit down. Yep. Uh, that's it. I mean, That wasn't much of a plan. <laughs> uh, did,
4: uh, did, did torment. But I like it. Did torment Voss tell y'all the plan? Y'all are like, you're gonna pretend I'm a prisoner, and then we're gonna go in there, and then we're gonna leave after we're done.
2: I wasn't listening.
4: Uh, I, I didn't either. I was hoping y'all did. <laughs> I was hoping y'all did
0: you boys are going to have to keep your cool when we're in the freezing circle. I'm just warning you right now. Listen, we are supposed to infiltrate this event to get the information for Tormet right? Right. So, Char, do, do I call you General Char? I don't know. You, you're going to be the prisoner, right? So, what we do, eh, we walk up to the gates. I have the invitation to we'll be like, hey, we're here for the party, we brought this prisoner, and then we go find out what we're supposed to find out, we break out the elemental, and then we walk away squat free
2: Wait, this is a stealth mission? Yes. Mateo, buddy, why didn't you tell me?
0: <laughs> I thought you
5: knew. What? Look at me. You're going to do great. <laughs> you are going to do great. <laughs> and then Mateo uh, stands up mm-hmm. and like walks over to where Char is now sitting. Mm-hmm. Charginzus Kindle. You are now a prisoner of the drowning regime. And I stick my hand behind him, grab his hands mm. and tie him up.
3: Oh. Oh.
5: I lean down into his ear.
4: Don't worry. It's all part of the plan. Yeah, yeah. Get on. Get on with it. Let's let's do
3: this. There's a little bit of time here. Mateo may have tied Char up a little early, so he's going to spend at least, you know, probably another 15, 20 minutes tied up before you actually get there. But, you know, it's He has to good. get
5: into character.
3: Yeah, it's good. It's good for, for getting... I'm a method actor. What's the yeah, get used to it. You know what I'm saying? We're
2: going to rough him up a little bit.
3: So... L- let me just kind of insert here. When you guys get there, just like Joe said. So, Joe, how, do you pronounce your guy? Do you, does he go by Ja?
2: Yeah,
0: Ja is fine okay. with these guys. Uh, when I'm introducing yeah. myself to the new people, uh, I'll introduce myself with my full name, which is Ja Tarahisi.
3: Yes, and uh, what is Evil Can real name again for the for those listening?
2: Alberto. Alberto. The devil that dares.
3: Okay, all right. So you've got Chargensis. We all know Char. You got Ja, Mateo, and Alberto. So when you do get there... Can I do something right before we show up? Yes, for sure.
2: I want to use this guy's self.
3: Okay. let's To make
2: myself look like an imp servant.
3: Save it for right when you get there. Yeah. So yeah, you can extend mean. it out to the to, to, you know, proper amount of time that you might need. How long does that last? An hour? An
2: hour. And for my steel defender, I'm just going to put like a little cloak on him. Okay.
3: Okay. Now, is he with you right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your Steel Defender look like? So, he's not, he's like a dark
2: black, like, steel with, um, looks like veins are going through his body. Right. But it's like magma, almost, looking color. And he just looks like a hell hell. but he's a Steel Defender. Oh, that's cool. People might know me from that, so that's why I cover him up, to just have, like, a, like... A cloak or something on him.
3: And Alberto is a, he's a goblinish imp from the Thundering Circle, right? Mm -hmm. And you and Mateo, y'all know each other?
2: Oh, yeah. Go way back.
3: Right. Mateo being a high devil from the Whispering Circle, right? You're. Okay. All right. That was, (laughs) yeah. And then Ja Terahisi, is that correct? Yeah. You are a high devil from the Freezing Circle. Yes, I am. Which happens to be where we're headed right now, to the Freezing Circle. Now, I want to want remind Mateo, you know that Alberto is, is basically going to be playing the role of servant. And since he obviously just told you he had no idea what was going on during this mission, it might be pertinent for you to have a discussion with him about that at this point. <laughs>
5: Alberto, listen. See, sí, amigo. I know we didn't really fill you in, so real quick, this is what's going down. Okay. There's a business event, we'll call it that in the freezing circle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. me and Ja are going to go in and pretend to be on their side Mm -hmm. while we do that you are going to accompany Char Mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. to the dungeon as a guardian Uh, make sure he stays locked up but you're actually going to be trying to break him out once everyone leaves I like it you all are going to look for information while me and Ja remain at the party and then we're going to tuck tail and run. Boom.
2: There's the plan. Boom. How quiet do I have to be? <laughs> you know, you, you can. You, you know, like, once I get going, I get going. So. Do your best. Uh.
5: <laughs> if, there's, if there's an outbreak, there's an outbreak. I mean, yeah. I'd hate mm-hmm. to have to kill everyone there, but if I have to, I will.
2: No, 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 no. We need spectators. We need people to know, amigo. You understand? We have cardboard boxes.
3: It's just a box. <laughs> just a box. What's Char doing during this? We
4: can do that. Uh, he is putt putting with his hands tied.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Ja, you happen to, you know, you're kind of observing this here, and you look out and you see that you guys are fastly approaching the castle of Kaunitkula, or the Count, the home that you are currently approaching for this, as uh, Matteo called it, business event.
0: Look alive, gentlemen. We're almost here. Got to put on my clothes. Get, get yourself ready. <laughs> Check those knots.
2: don't want any slip-ups, all right?
3: So what does your new lo- uh, your get-up look like?
2: Well, because I'm an artificer, mm. I grab my cape, and I spin, mm. and it changes to just rags. Just uh, rags, okay. and...
3: Just like Dobby just, style. He just right? looks,
2: yep, pretty much, looks super servant. Mm. And yep, I was like, "Well, I, I hate this, but for you, Matteo, I'll do it." <laughs> what
3: about uh, what about your steel servant? How does he look right now? He just has a cloak over. Oh, him. right, okay. Like like just, just a bag, just a, yeah. just a tarp
2: right on top. But I have a chain on perfect. him. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it's
3: perfect. like a shopping yeah. cart you push around, you know. Yeah, pretty. Just much. got a tarp over it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't worry about this. It's, there's nothing yeah. to see here. He's the guard. Though. Okay, the large cloud goats they bleat. But it's, it's in a very loud whisper, uh, and you all come rolling into the front gate entrance. Very, very lavish, very enormous black ice. Uh, these giant, sharp-pointed gates with an enormous symbol on it in the visage, the sort of symbol of the freezing circle. Uh, you're all familiar with that. And uh, you pull up, and the bubble dissipates man it's cold i mean it's cold like like ice cold air hits you jaw you you probably blasted with a sort of comfortable familiarity you know
4: oh yeah it feels like hell.
3: Yeah, it feels great um char you absolutely i mean you absolutely hate this like it is the- it's awful i hate
4: this this
1: is awful.
3: <laughs> it's literally it's the polar opposite of what you're comfortable in uh, and, you know, and the other two, you've you've been around these parts before, so you know what to expect. There's a part of the uh, the chariot that sort of just like folds out and rolls down into the steps, and you all step down onto the icy pathway. But it's not slick icy; it's like got a sort of gritty grip to it, and you are able to walk up. Uh, there's no guard at the gate; the gate is swung open, but you do see some figures standing up at the door of this. Might I say, quite impressive castle. It's somewhere between a castle and a mansion. It's got, definitely got like a creepy castle y vibe, but it doesn't look old as much as it looks fancy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's got a lot of like swirling architecture. It looks very modern, I guess you could say, in that sense. There is an enormous icy see through wall on the front of it, like high up, and you see inside what looks like a beautiful like ballroom gala you can you can just you, from even from the direction where you're like way down it's up a level the way that the ice is structured it's like it reflects downward in a weird way and shows you what's going on in there and you're approaching this i mean large this big old place this big place and um ja i would say you've been here before right probably yeah you know at some point or yeah. either, you've been there so but even you ja it looks different which you know that this place has a sort of reputation for always looking different each time you come back to it like it's constantly changing mm-hmm. uh, and the four of you walk forward who's got who's, uh, who's got char by the chains? I do. No one has char. oh, oh. <laughs> Alberto has uh, char by the or do we, are we talking chains we talking what are we talking here? Yeah
2: yeah. Chains, yeah chains like on him and my dog' just growling right next to him.
3: right Yes, love it okay. So you all are coming forward, you walk a little piece, it's cold, there is beautiful like ice sculptures of devils and you know, just that sort of, those sort of things you'd imagine to see, hellhounds and monsters, you know, not like, they they look less scary and they look more artsy, if I could say it that way, but you see a lot of those sort of like ice sculptures, just like an ice sculpture forest as you're walking forward toward the door. You finally do come up to the door and there are two devils standing there, they are what you'd expect from a, f- a couple freezing um, circle devils, very, very deep blue skin. And they are wearing white tuxedos with their hands behind their backs and they're wearing black gloves. And they uh, see you coming, a couple of butlers and they both step up and in unison, like literally speaking at the exact same time with the exact same tone of voice and everything like twins, they say, welcome, welcome to, to the, the castle, castle of the, of the count.
0: count. That ain't right. Ah, good day, gentlemen. Uh, we're here for the event. Uh, my name is John Tarahisi, and I have brought a gift, uh, for the Lord of the House, General Charkinsis Kintel of the Manumist Movement. Oh! And I motion to, uh, Alberto to shove Char forward.
2: I, like, put kick him forward, yeah. and I, like, thorn whip, like, the ground, like, what <laughs> <laughs> the. <laughs>
3: Char, you're still like flaming, right? Kind of like the black crack-looking magma skin stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you you kind of like trip forward when he when he pushes you, and, and when you hit the ground, the ice like sizzles a little bit under your knees. Yeah, thank you for the sound effect. That really helps a <laughs> <so> lot. <laughs> uh, so then the the butlers in unison. Oh, this, this is, is a nice gift, gift indeed. Char ja, Terahisi, but, but you have, you have an invitation? Hmm?
1: Of
0: course and I present the invitation.
3: They both reach forward at the same time, they grab a corner, they hold it up between them and they look at it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Everything, everything seems to, to be, be in order. And, and who is, is your plus one?
0: Uh, this is my associate, Mateo. Mateo. I step forward
5: and go to shake hands. Yeah.
3: Um, they both grab, like one grabs the front of your hand, one the other one grabs the back of it and they shake it in a very weird and awkward kind of way.
5: Welcome <laughs> Mateo, Mateo from, from the
3: Whispering Circle. The
5: whispering. Thank you. How, how did you know?
3: you know everyone they just stand there awkwardly looking at you for a second and then they say if you would all come right this way and they kind of step aside and motion for you to step in
0: can i insight that real quick
3: yeah yeah go ahead
0: sorry like that just seems really sus that is a 13 on the dice with my insight that's a plus nine
3: Ooh, okay, so it's so 22. The, well the 22 that's definitely weird. Like, that was weird. Uh, there's there's something something strange about these guys. They they do not seem to be just a couple normal, you know, uh, freezing circle devils. There's some strange... There's sort of a weird sense you're getting from them. Like, I mean, obviously they're weird. They're speaking the exact same words at the exact same moment in unison reacting to you guys. Right. So there's something strange about them, for sure.
0: And they know too much.
3: Seem to know something. I don't know what they know. But they know some things.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll just kind of clock that, and we'll move forward.
3: Okay. As they step aside with, like, a bow and a wave of the arm, the door's open behind them. And uh, a big, burly-looking dude with, like, a royal bluish skin. I mean, you all pretty much immediately recognize him as a drowning circle devil. He steps up. He's wearing, like, thick, heavy, like, charcoal black armor. And uh, he steps up, and, and, and he's, you know, he's, like, eight feet tall. Which is taller than any of you, but especially taller than Alberto. Uh, and Alberto, you—everybody's taller than Alberto. Do, do you? Do kick? Are you behind Char, or are you now dragging him in?
2: No, I'm. I'm, I'm like guiding him in there. I'm like, go, Monte, and like Thorn whipping yeah. the ground and very
3: stuff good, like that. Very good. So Char, you're you're being whipped into the door, wow. and the big dude looks down.
1: I see, you brought a gift for
3: uh, us.
1: This is, you say. One of those monumists, right?
4: I am nothing. Indeed, this is
0: Chagin's Kinto, one of the generals of the movement.
1: Oh, well, uh, the uh, the boss is going to want to see him.
4: I think of myself
3: as more of a specific.
1: <laughs> anyway. Quiet there, prisoners,
2: don't talk. <laughs> Quiet,
3: puddles. <laughs> 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 Amazing. He, he kind of grabs you by the scruff char kind of picks you up and sniffs you you stink i do he does you're coming with me and uh he kind of motions to the two of you that he's going to take char with him and he's turning to leave alberto behind whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. where are you taking it he pauses he looks down at you i am
2: very serious about my job here i'm going with him you think he's not going to listen to you i got this whip i throw him whip again <laughs> You, uh,
1: you want to go with me?
2: Yeah! Why? I gotta make sure my job is done. I'm a really good servant. Whose servant are you?
5: I speak up when he says that. Uh-huh. He's mine. And look at him. He's not fit for the event. He goes with the prisoner. I will get him when I'm done.
3: This is my nicest rags. I like it. Um, Zach, roll me a, uh, roll me a deception check. Um, uh, but I'm gonna give you advantage, because... You cat, you guys are kind of working on it together.
5: I need that advantage. The first one was a nat one.
1: Oh,
3: mm, babe!
5: <laughs> uh, it's still not great. to a twelve.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, this dude's not all that wise. So, of course, he's not the way he's manhandling Char. <laughs> yeah, he's got a ten. So you 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 do manage to deceive
1: him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, I suppose he can come down. Oh. You'll just have you'll have to stay down by the cells,
3: imp. And he starts lumbering off. You follow after. him? Yeah. He's still dragging Char. But I'm dagger, giving him dagger. Oh yeah, yeah, of course.
2: Oh, uh,
0: before he drags Char all the way off, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to
3: do a thing.
0: As a soul knife rogue, I have some cool
3: powers. Cool powers are cool.
0: Uh, one of them is to establish a psychic link between a number of people that I can see up to... whatever number it is. Uh, My Psychic Whispers ability. And I want to uh, kind of create that psychic network between myself and the rest of the party.
3: I like that. That's smart. That sounds like a smart thing to do. Uh,
0: Psychic Whispers. You can establish telepathic communication between yourself and others. Perfect for quiet infiltration. As an action, choose one or more creatures that you can see... Uh, up to my proficiency bonus, so I think that covers everyone. Hmm. Yeah, plus four.
4: Yeah, little Gene Gray action. Yeah. Yeah, boy.
0: Uh, and then, oh, I roll my psionic energy die. For a number of hours equal to the number rolled, the chosen creatures can speak telepathically with you, and you can speak with them.
3: Okay. And
0: we just have to be within a mile of each other.
3: Oh, very nice.
0: So, my psionic energy die is at d6. I'm going to roll that. That's a four. So for the next four hours, we can talk to each other in our heads. That's really cool.
3: That is a very useful ability that you have here. Incredibly useful. Awesome. Genius. Very nice. Okay. So you all can hear one another in one another's minds. And we'll just assume that you all knew that was going to happen. Okay. Uh, unless you don't want to, know, And you can just really freak uh, Char and Roberto <laughs> out here. Uh, <laughs> <to have> you- <laughs> yeah, you're walking down the <laughs> Roberto just screams all of a sudden.
2: Uh, There are more more voices in my head than just me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, Alberto and Char, you begin the descent along with this large guard uh, to some unknown location. Meanwhile, uh, another butler who looks exactly, and I mean like photocopy exactly like the two at the front door approaches Mateo and Ja. If the two of you would like to follow me, I will gladly escort you into the ballroom where the festivities will begin very shortly.
0: Thank you kindly.
3: Lead the way. Oh, and I will, I will take your invitation, if you would please. He holds out a black gloved hand.
0: I present the invitation.
3: Much obliged. And he stuffs it into his uh, jacket pocket and leads you all forward. This area is kind of like a really large vestibule sort of thing. Um, there's like a little, there's like a long table in the middle that has some sort of ice sculpture on it. It is a strange looking creature, like a very bulbous looking something from the hills. And uh, you all go around it, and uh, there's a door off to the left where the big dude just went with Alberto and Char. You all continue forward. It takes you into a large opening room. There's an enormous. Uh, icy chandelier up above you as well as two staircases that go up and kind of wrap around and meet up at the top and the butler um, begins to lead you up there. Now when you all step inside you will notice there are a few people standing around. Not many. Most of them are making their way up the steps but you do start to hear a general sort of talk and there is music playing and everyone that you see has on a mask. Okay. And the butler pauses, and he turns to you all. Ah, yes, I forgot to mention, this is, of course, a private event. And so we would request that all of our guests disguise their faces with a mask, unless you don't mind if everyone knows who you are and where you are. Some of our more sensitive guests prefer that no one know exactly who they are, if you understand. So if you would like, you may, of course, conceal your identities.
0: Right, yeah. I'll take one of them masks, eh?
3: Well, of course. And he reaches into his vest and he pulls out a mask. What's it look like?
0: Pretty classic masquerade mask. Mm-hmm. Covers everything from like the cheekbones up. Gotcha. And I imagine because this is a, you know, devil event, it would go up a little bit more to hide the horns. Because okay. I imagine some devils have pretty distinctive horns.
3: Right. And he, he reaches into the other side of his vest and pulls one out for Mateo. Mateo, what's that look like?
5: So I would say the coverage is probably the same as Jaws. Mm -hmm. Um, Solid black with like white spots covering randomly.
3: I'll say this. What's strange is it looks exactly like you thought it was going to look before he pulled it out of his vest.
5: Of course, because what isn't weird about this place?
3: It's weird. So now that you have your masks, you don them and he leads you up the stairs. Uh, Like I said, there's a few others in here. Men, women, devils, demons, elementals, all shapes and sizes as you would imagine to see. Although you don't, you don't, you don't see any like, you know, orange or red-skinned um, devils at, at a quick glance. I mean, you can't see their faces, but you can, for the most part, still see. Most of who you see seem to be from drowning circle, freezing circle, um, couple from thundering and whispering circles, things like that. But you uh, you make your way up the steps, and he, this butler, he leads you to a, um, a large, ornate door, well, double doors that are swung open, and into the enormous, beautiful ballroom, which you saw through the somewhat translucent wall on the front of the castle. You go inside, and there are lots of people, um, from the tallest to the shortest, from the widest to the most narrow. Uh, there are folks all over the place. Um, There are tables set up, not so much like sit down and eat tables, but more just like there's a table over there with a giant fountain serving some strange looking deep, deep purple liquid. Uh, There are trays and and like, you know, tiered, leveled uh, tables of food and and different things. The sort of stuff you'd imagine to see here in the freezing circle, mostly cold foods, and all that sort of thing. There are people, they're all wearing masks, just kind of wandering around, talking different things. And on the northern end of the very large ballroom, uh, there is a platform, like a stage, and there is a large, deep blue curtain covering it. Uh, and of course, the, the ballroom itself is beautiful. There are giant chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, also made of ice. You know, I mean, they're sticking with the motif with a clear light shining out through them. The floor itself is like a white marble color. You're not sure exactly what it's made out of. It's definitely not marble, but it's something like that. With black etchings around it, just sort of designed it. It's beautiful. Someone took a lot of care into making it look extravagant. And now, uh, Mateo and uh, Ja, you have entered into the belly of the beast. So, as the two of you are now amongst all of your enemies right uh, what what do you what are you gonna do what do you do?
0: Uh, first thing I'm gonna use that mental connection and talk to char and Alberto
3: okay
0: all right
2: we're into the party gentlemen. I scream inside of my head <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, we' forgot to tell you I can do this yeah we can all talk to each other for the next four hours.
2: That's a long time we should be. <laughs> Done and out by then, I would imagine.
3: Hopefully. I hope so. Hopefully.
2: Okay, you guys do your thing. I'll keep whipping over here.
3: You hear like a whip. Uh, we hear him whip in his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay. So as these two have stepped into the ballroom, we'll cut away for just a second. Uh, as they're going up, you guys, Char, Alberto, are going down. Led by the big burly dude, you go down a little staircase. And unlike the extravagance of where they have headed, the moment you guys step into that um, that little side door, you go down like one flight of stairs, and everything just starts to get kind of more, not like crummy or gross or anything like that. It is, you know, think like the basement of a hospital. Very utilitarian. Very simple. Very, there is no like beauty to it. It is very plain the walls are mostly like a dull gray, you know what I mean? Almost a featureless dull gray. The steps are the same. It is still cold, but it's cold everywhere. So you're going down a number of steps, like a, sort of like a spiral staircase leading downward. Um, and then finally you come to a large, what looks like stone or steel door. And uh, he. Kind of shoulders it And pushes it open It grinds open And you step out Into a long Hallway With more of these Featureless gray walls No doors on either side And he's marching forward uh, Alberto I'm assuming You just kind of Whip every once in a while Sure Takes a lashing yeah. He grunts <laughs> uh, You keep walking Keep walking Come to another doorway And the big guy reaches onto his hip and he grabs a set of keys. Uh, It's not like a big dangling thing of keys. It's more like a sleeve of keys and they kind of like slide out, you know. And he finds the one he needs and they don't really look like keys either. It's like a flat plate, it's kind of strange looking. And he slides it into the facing of the doorway and like almost like a credit card swipe, swipes it down. And you hear a click. He grabs it and pulls it open. The next area that you step into is a network of hallways. They are splitting in three different directions, straight ahead to the left and to the right. He turns to the left, and he leads you down that hallway, and it inclines downward, and you walk down. And then it opens up into what looks like a hall of cells. Now, this this is a mansion, like a castle. It's not a military compound or anything like that. So there aren't dozens and dozens of cells, but there are probably... Anywhere from, you know from where you're standing right now you can see at least five or six and there could be as many as 10 of these rooms and they are barred and caged it's dark in here it's not very well lit but you can all see fine in the dark but it's you know it's kind of featureless he walks forward he comes to a one that is open it's like a sliding steel cage door and he grabs he takes Char by the scruff where he still kind of got a hold of the scruff of the back of his robes and he just tosses him emotionlessly inside. And then he slides the barred door shut and with a clink it locks.
1: Oh, well, you stay in there till this whole thing is over
3: with. Uh the like I said, the the, the, the boss is gonna want to see you. I have no doubt. But you stay here and don't be causing the trouble, okay? Okay, man. I mean you don't have to have both arms and legs, you know? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to kill you till the boss tells me to, but you don't have to have both of your arms and legs. So, if you cause any trouble, I'll just start taking arms. No, we're mine. <laughs> well, it'll be mine. If you cause any trouble, I'll uh, take an arm off. And, uh, uh, um, uh imp. 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 Imp.
1: Imp. What's uh, imp? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Imp.
2: He rolls his eyes. Ugh. But did we see anybody around here on the way, like any more guards where we were making our way here?
3: You didn't see any more guards, but you did see – you could see a couple people in some of the cells that you walked by. Otherwise, you could hear voices off down one of the hallways. Uh, I'm not exactly sure which way. When you came into the room where there were three distinct paths, you definitely heard people off that way, but you didn't see any other guards on the way in.
2: Okay, so it's just me and this guard
3: here. As of right now, yes that's that's correct, okay, and char okay.
2: so I'm that's it. okay, hmm. well you know, yeah. but um okay, so
3: imp do you have a problem with the word imp, uh,
2: you know what, amigo, you have been a f- fantastical guard, I want to do a little entertainment for you, oh. Yes, I want to perform a forbidden dance.
1: Well, that sounds pretty forbidden. Yes. Is that the sort of thing you do for your master?
2: Ooh. Yeah, J- just select few, and I get on top of, of my uh, uh-huh. dog, and this is the forbidden dance of salsa.
3: <laughs>
2: okay.
3: I want to do a performance. Uh, what is about to happen right now?
2: I'm about to tap dance oh, and spin yeah. and everything. Oh. And I'm going to do a performance. See how well this is. Give goes.
3: me a performance check. Yeah, give me a performance check. It was a 15. Okay, that's pretty good. Like, that's that's not a bad performance check. You do a dance. And uh, right. he, he's kind of just standing over with his arms crossed. He doesn't really look like the kind of guy who gets a lot of enjoyment out of that sort of thing. He I mean, just looks kind of boring. Okay. But he's, he's watching. He's like, yeah, dance, dance, little dude. Yeah,
2: and then for my final trick, I spin, and I take away my disguised self, and I trident hit. Oh,
3: snap. You're just going to stab him. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, make me an attack roll with your with your thing there. 13 on the dice with 10
2: to hit, so 23.
3: I mean, that is definitely a hit. huge 9. Okay. We're gonna, I mean, that's a surprise attack, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you shocked him. He wasn't expecting that. And your trot just flies out toward him as you sort of flourish in your new shiny outfit. What color was it?
2: It was black and orange.
3: Okay, yeah. And uh, it, it stabs... Now, he's heavily armored, but you kind of slip right into the chink of some of that armor, and you stab him mm-hmm. right in the side. Hey! hey. And, and he just he is he is gonna he's gonna lunge at you and um, so, so char does my mount get a,
2: a an attack as well?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a it's a surprise attack. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. So if you want your if you want your defender to do something, he can do that right now. And I'll also give char an opportunity to do something if he wants to right now because they did not check the restraints, and I'm assuming that you guys probably put them on where he could get them off. No, we they,
2: th- those were tight. Like, oh, were okay. you no, 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 okay. <laughs> pretty good.
3: <laughs> Char can handle the tight. Uh, okay, and he just All Hulk right. breaks
4: them. Yeah, so Char is going to uh, get out of the bonds, uh-huh. and he's going to uh, he's going to speak
3: a little sacred flame. Okay, you know, try to burn this dude up.
4: He's like, well, we've started. Let's, let's finish. Whoosh.
3: Dexterity save for the, the dude. Uh, what is the steel defender going to be trying to do?
2: Uh, force rent. It's just a melee weapon attack.
3: Go ahead and roll me that attack roll. I will roll his dexterity saving throw. Ooh, he rolled very poorly.
2: Five, then plus eight. That's 13 to hit.
3: 13. Let me check here. It's kind of low.
2: My steel defender was surprised as well. He wasn't ready.
3: Okay. He <laughs> was like, oh, "Oh, we're doing a thing." Oh, my bad. Okay, I did.
2: And, uh, that's I know. The
3: doing a thing here. Uh, Thirteen is not going to hit, but he failed his dexterity saving throw. Okay. Okay. I believe that's three d eight and
4: eleven. Okay, eleven damage. What kind of damage is that? It is
3: radiant. It's kind of what I thought it was. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So eleven plus your nine, you stab him, and then he kind of like, he kind of oh, what's going you know? on? He lunges towards you. He's gonna try. He's trying to grab you, Alberto. And When he does, the flame comes from above him, doesn't it? It just envelops him, just like oh, okay. fire, just like a glowing, radiant fire, and then he's like. <laughs> And uh, he's like, now he just stops trying to grab you, and he's like smacking the fire that's all around him, and it's burning him up, and it seems to really, really strongly be affecting him. But you guys did not knock him out or knock him down. Uh, So he blows a giant horn, and you're all dead. I'm just kidding. What he does is, uh, he rolls initiative. So y'all roll initiative for me. All right. Which one's that? It's the initiative. I'm just kidding.
1: Woo!
4: And
0: Mateo and I are blissfully unaware of all
3: the shenanigans, right? Uh, As of right now, yeah. This this (laughs) has happened in, like, less than six seconds. Yeah. Did he
2: get a 22? That was a big roll by Alberto. Yep. Got a natural 20.
4: Nice.
2: I got an 11, D. Ooh.
5: Dang.
4: 11?
3: D. 110? Yeah. No. Just 11. Well, he got a 12, so.
5: You have to kill him this turn.
3: (laughs) Do not let him live. So, Alberto... We'll go first and then guard, and then Char. Does your dog, does he go on your turn? After mine. Mm-hmm. You gotcha. Okay. Well, Alberto, it's your turn. All right. How badly hurt does he look? He's still on fire. Oh. It's kind of hard to tell.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to attack him by trying it again. Okay. I'm attacking twice. Okay. Ooh. All right. For 12, mm-hmm. 20. That probably hits.
3: The second one hits. The first one does not. Okay. Ooh, that was a bad
2: roll. But I'm going to use a spell. Okay, so I do take a bonus action for my dog. So I'll just opt out of the bonus action for my dog to just attack him with Branding Smite. Okay. All right. He's going to take 2d6 radiant damage. Ten.
3: Okay. Ten damage, but it's radiant. It really adds to that fire and, like... His skin—he's—he's he's, like I said before. You guys could tell he's definitely a drowning circle devil. His skin—it's sort of like—it's like he's boiling, like a weird boiling watery effect going on. And he is now yelling, screaming, and it is—it is reverberating down the hallway. Uh, it's his turn. Um, he is very unhappy, and he is just—he just kind of wildly lunges for you, Alberto. And he is going to try and grab you. So make me a acrobatics or athletics check.
2: Okay. Would it be a disadvantage for him? Because of my mount? Uh, I don't know. Would it? It might still defend there. He opposes disadvantage. Come on. Is it anybody who attacks or?
3: It's a reaction. You can use that as a as a reaction. He's got a reaction. Okay. So basically, he can impose, yeah, on an attack roll. So this isn't an attack roll. He is trying to grab you. Oh, okay. no.
2: Okay, I'm happy. It's a 19. Okay. It's all the salsa I was good.
3: doing. I'm kind of warmed up. It's pretty good. He got a 21.
2: <laughs>
3: so he does grab you. Um, and having you now in his hands, he is going to use a bonus action. Uh, and I need you to make me a strength saving throw. You got it. Ooh, unlucky 13. Thirteen Thirteen is not enough, and so you are going to take a little bit of damage.
1: I'll squish you, you little rat. Rat!
3: And that is eight. I guess it's... Let me see what it is. It's bludgeoning damage. He's, okay. like, crushing you, squeezing you super hard. He's giving me a hug. Jar. Me? He lo- His skin is still kind of boily, and he looks rough. But he is squeezing the life out of your, uh, your friend over there, or, or your associate, anyway.
4: This guy is about to have his bell rung. I want to toll the dead.
3: Oh, okay. Here's that in his head, right?
4: Yeah, a dolorous bell fills the air. Wisdom saving throw.
3: Well, I then told you his wisdom's not that good. And if
4: the target is missing any of its hit points, it's d12s instead. What's
3: the save? Wisdom. No, what's the number?
4: Oh, uh, for char, where is that? Uh, 16.
3: Looks 16.
4: Like. It's right here out of, over the save DC. Yep.
3: Now, I thought that he was. He rolled uh, a 14, and he has a plus one, so he got a 15. He failed. He failed. So that's 3d12.
4: Okay. <laughs> what? Because he's missing hit points, right? Crazy. Yeah, he is. A lot of them. Yeah. Let me. I forgot how to count. Hold on.
3: Learn how to count real quick. 29. A 10, a 12, and a 7. Mercy. He kind of lets out a... uh, And then he just freezes, his arms go limp, his eyes roll back in his head, and he slumps onto the ground like a sack of taters. Okay,
4: okay. I have an idea. And uh, he casts Animate Dead on the guard.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This guard is ours
4: now. (laughs) This is ridiculous Uh,
3: Yeah he's an undead servant Even though he's 8 foot tall uh, I'd still consider him to be a a medium humanoid He's just tall He's a zombie A blue skinned tiefling zombie dude You managed to get him before he like Disintegrated so that's good Because like a devil you know when you kill one They kind of like reset When they're in the hells But you caught him Caught him on the cusp of that with that animate dead and you've got him and he is now your zombie dude for now. And uh, yeah, you can control him with a bonus action. Make him do stuff. He's not smart but he is there and he is a zombie. So about that time, another couple of uh, guards kind of turn the corner up there and they just look down and they see you all there and, and they see that the guys, you know, the big guys, now standing there in front of you again. Alberto, Char, you're still in the cage.
4: I mentally command him in my mind, mm-hmm. to kind of give a gesture like everything's good.
3: Okay, we'll come back to that. Okay.
4: Up top, Mateo. Yeah. Ja.
3: What are you What, are you, what are you guys doing?
0: Uh, I think I'm leading Mateo over to the uh, Punch Bowl that you mentioned earlier, Billy. Okay. Uh, Mateo, you, you've got to try some of this purple drink, man. It's, it's delicious. Do
5: I trust the purple drink?
3: Do you drink the Kool uh, Aid? Uh, it's up to you.
0: I drink
5: it.
3: Okay. Get you a drink?
5: Yes. Yeah. It's
3: good. It's good. It's tasty. Flavor's kind of hard to pinpoint, but it's tasty. It's bubbly. I drink more. Okay. Now it will get you super inebriated.
5: Will it? I'm just kidding. It won't. I continue no, to. It will not. Never
3: mind. <laughs> it will not. Um, you are sipping, and one of the butlers comes up. If you find everything to your liking, and it is the uh, same butler.
0: Oh, yeah, this is great. This is good, good purple trick. Thank you. Thank you much.
1: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome. Uh, There are, of course, some hors d'oeuvres and different things around the room. If you'd like
3: to make your way around, we'll be happy to assist you with anything that you would like. And then he turns on foot and steps away.
0: All right. We're supposed to be gathering information, right? Like finding out what this whole deal is about.
3: Right. So what you know is there is a rumor of some you guys have picked up some intel the count has some kind of something whether it's a power or a magic or a weapon there's some secret thing that they say will turn the tide of the you know this this we'll call it a war even though it's not really been open war just yet because in the hells a lot of the population of the Hells was wiped out during the uh, the events of the um, Season 3, basically, and pre-Season 3. But that, that population is slowly growing again, now that devils are being regenerated, ones even who had died during the events of the, the Forsaken and all of that. But this is supposedly a sort of power that would give the drowning regime, which is you know, the opposing side to what Torment Voss and you guys are all trying to do to sort of liberate the Hells. The Drowning Regime is trying to pull them under the rule of one emperor, basically. That being the emperor of the Drowning Regime. And they believe they have something that will give them the upper hand to the point that they will be able to take over the Hells completely. And so you guys are here to find out what that is and see if you can do anything to either just get information or if you can stop it in some way, you know, destroy it or anything like that, then you would obviously... You know decide what to do when you find out
0: okay then uh i want to look around for uh any devils i can see that look like they might be from the freezing circle
3: there's a number of devils around who look like they might be from the freezing circle so you can just pick one and go you just go off by yourself to do that or what what are you what are you doing
0: No, i'll bring mateo with me okay so i'll walk up to him uh I'll have a, another glass of the purple drink in my hand, and I want to mm-hmm. use my uh, shape water cantrip to kind of frost the glass. Okay. I, I want to walk out to him to be like, ah, good day, day to, you, to you, friend.
3: Uh, it's a lady. She has long, like, silver hair. Matt, excuse me. So y- you, uh, you walk up to her, and, and she, uh, hello, uh, good day to you as well. I see you've been enjoying the refreshments.
0: Oh, yes. I haven't had this delicious nectar since before all that business
1: with the Forsaken. Ah, terrible business that. Yes, indeed.
3: She's got a silver mask that is like the same color as her hair. They have like these deep blue beads kind of around it. And she has some very, very like solid deep, deep blue, like dark like navy blue eyes. Yes, yes, yes. All that terrible business with the Forsaken. But, um... Well, they say that perhaps things are about to finally turn on in our direction, are they not? And she kind of lifts a drink.
0: Raise my drink as well. i be like, yes, I heard something about that. I uh, do you have any inkling what it might be, or is it all a big surprise from the count?
1: Oh, I I've only heard rumors. You know how it is.
0: Uh, maybe we could swap stories, see what uh, what rumors we've heard, see if we can piece it together a little bit ahead of time. You know, I always like to know what
3: I'm getting into. She looks at uh, your companion, also standing there, Mateo.
1: And what about you? What about uh, your friend here? Do you have any
3: ideas about what we might can expect tonight?
5: Like you said, only rumors.
3: I'll tell you
1: mine if you'll tell me yours.
3: Well,
5: every rumor I've heard is from my friend Ja, so I'm sure he could explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice.
0: Oh, here uh, comes to boss. Uh, of course.
3: <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you're helping him, and so um, if Ja has to do a role, he gets advantage, but that was more like not helping him, so I'm gonna maybe you're giving him disadvantage. That's definitely <laughs> helping him, Paul. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, what do you got, Ja? I heard that the Count
0: has uh, its some kind of a new power. Maybe some new magic or ability that will uh, turn the tide. That's what I've heard. Uh, does that match with what you're thinking?
3: Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you roll me a persuasion check because you're not really lying. So give me persuasion, and I will give you advantage. I'll say that uh, Mateo set you up there. All right. In a good way, not in the <laughs> bad way. Okay.
0: Ooh, I'll take that twenty-three. Thank you. Nice. Heyo.
3: All right. She's go. gonna roll. Okay, yeah, you beat her.
1: I've heard something similar, actually. But,
3: you know, we all know the Count is an enigma, right? Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what do you know of the Count?
0: Not much. Uh, As I said, I haven't been in the Freezing Circle for quite some time.
3: Oh, traveling?
0: Yes, yes. Whereabouts? Um, as I said, it was before all that nasty business with the Forsaken. Oh, right. Uh, I actually spent some time in the Whispering Circle. That's where I met my friend here. And uh, I was essentially just trying to survive during all of that.
1: Well, I have heard that the Count has truly sided with the Drowning Regime which is strange for him. Have you, have you ever met the Count?
3: Have I
0: ever met the Count?
3: Uh, I would say you've probably never met him. You've seen him, but you've never, like, talked okay. to
0: him. I, I know the Count by reputation, not by, uh... We're not on a first-name basis.
3: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, well, the, the, it's true for me, but we all, everyone knows the Count likes to stay sort of independent. But word is he has sided with King Karkandall. Well, I guess I should say Emperor Karkendal. That's what they want us to say. Anyhow, she kind of looks around. Uh,
0: Jock tries to hide a grimace when that name is mentioned. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. But I hear that the Count has some ace in the hole, some new found power that will turn the tide of the war. Now, as for what that is, I can't say. Maybe it's an item, or maybe it is some new source of magic but we're supposed to find out shortly
0: I look forward to it enjoy the rest of your evening
3: you too and she kind of turns and walks off
0: I do the same and with that psychic link I'll uh, talk with Mateo just be like right so I'm thinking whatever it is it's probably behind that curtain up on the dais there
5: I assume you would be right I wish there was a way we could get up there without being seen
1: yeah.
0: I'm fairly skilled in that kind of thing. Okay. Uh so I want to make my way up towards the stage like not onto it but like just kind of mm-hmm. near the area.
3: Okay. I mean there's people kind of milling about all over the place so you can okay. do that pretty easily.
0: Uh is there like a staircase or something right nearby that I could easily get to?
3: There is a there's not a staircase leading up to onto it but there are doors on either side that you would assume lead up to that way Okay. but there are butlers at both doors
0: okay so again in that mental link, uh, I was like alright Mateo if you can get the attention of those butlers I think I can sneak inside and get an eye on what's going on you think you could cause a big enough distraction to get all of them they all seem to be linked somehow and they all look the same that's weird Hmm. Sus.
3: It is weird. Okay. Okay.
5: I'm going to use thaumaturgy and cause tremors on the ground. And when I do, I'm gonna pretend that I slipped and dropped my drink right at one of the butler's feet. Away to like drag them away from the door, if that will
3: work. Okay, so you're trying so are you like close by that one or what's the deal? I'm
5: more towards his direction so he'll be
3: the one that sees me instead of one of
5: the ones out with all the guests.
3: I got you. I got you. Uh, Before we do that, let's cut back to Alberto and Char. Char, you have instructed your zombie dude to, like, try and motion them off, right? Like, give them a thumbs up, tell them everything's cool?
4: Yeah. uh, I had them just kind of do, like, a, you know, sign language, like, you know, whatever, everything's cool, back off, I got
3: this. Right, (laughs) right, right. Got you. Give me a deception check.
4: Okay. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I forgot that Char has really bad charisma. (laughs) What? That's a seven.
3: Oh, yeah. That's not very good. They look unconvinced, and one of them calls down. uh, There's a a female guard. Is Is everything everything all right down down there?
2: there? Yeah. Yeah, everything's peachy. The prisoner says that?
3: <laughs> you say that just from you and the thing?
4: I try to sound sardonic when I say it. For what purpose? To where they think I'm just being you know, like yeah, oh, like I'm, okay. I'm,
3: okay. But you are responding as you, is what I'm saying. As not me, yes. To, okay, I, I okay. don't
4: think I can make Zambi speak.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah All, yeah, all yeah, I can yeah, say yeah, is yeah, brains. Yeah.
4: Okay.
3: I mean, you could have done a, a ventriloquist check for me and we would have seen how yeah, that had gone on. I don't know well. if Char would be good at good at all that they are starting to walk in your direction
2: i'm gonna
3: salsa dance you know
2: what i'm gonna do this um <laughs> i'm gonna rev up i'm gonna i'm gonna do a mental um lake Witchar. i was like mm. all right you're on your own and i'm gonna <laughs> mount up my uh my seal defender and i believe uh-huh. we talked about this the other day mm. that i could mm. Turn him into a bike.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, yes, yes.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna mount on a steel defender, rev him up like a motorcycle, uh-huh. and then his claws are gonna combine together, and rubber is uh-huh. gonna come out of it with wheels.
3: Wow! Uh-huh. And
2: then I'm gonna just rev him up, and I whoa woo! I'm gonna run towards the <laughs> towards the guards that are coming. Yeah. And turn a dial on my mount, uh, my steel defender, and cast spider climb. So from the the from the lines of the wheels comes out like this white gooey-ness and I just like go up into Take ceiling. Take of the wall. Yep.
3: So you Are of try trying to lead them up?
2: Yeah, try to lead them away from
3: uh, Char. Okay, yeah. You have their attention. <laughs> and they they assume that you're the problem and they, they they draw their weapons and they chase after you. But, I mean, you're quite a bit faster than them.
0: Uh, when Alberto was telling Char through the mental link, oh, you're on your own? Yeah. I uh, could hear uh-huh. that. Because that's how the feature works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it's like a
3: conversation <laughs> right, on the same room together. Um, yeah, so you heard that. Uh, and then you probably heard a, a a exuberant screaming yell as well as he revved up his motorcycle <laughs> and took off flying up the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're leading them away. Yep. Okay, they're chasing after you. All right, I am um, like on the
2: ceiling and I'm trying to go just kind of anywhere interesting, really.
3: Okay, so you just take off. Yep. Okay, now Making a lot a of second. noise. Making a lot of noise. The two guards chase after you. Char. Yes. It's you and your Zambi down here.
4: I mentally command him to unlock the door.
3: He fumbles through his sleeve keys, and he finds the right one, and he unlocks the door.
4: I give him a high five.
3: You guys high five.
4: And I mentally command him to go where uh, I direct, but he's walking in front of me like he's a uh, like he's still guarding me.
3: Okay. Um, do do Mateo or um, do Ja? Either of y'all say anything after hearing what's going on here?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Alberto and be like, <laughs> "What um, is going on
2: down there?" right? I did sound like They didn't like it. I tried to talk about. Didn't work, so now I'm chasing. Like all these cars are chasing me now. But it's okay. Charles <laughs> got it. Woo! You know we're supposed to do this quiet, right? Like,
3: <laughs> oh. I, I know Mateo he told you that. He did say stealth was bad. He did say stealth was gonna be bad. He, he warned he, you. It, yeah. Fair. <laughs> 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 I'm he is literally mo- motorcycle riding down the ceiling in the basement.
5: <laughs> Alberto. I hope you know what you're
4: doing.
3: I never do.
1: <laughs> I know.
3: Good luck, buddy.
4: Char, you can hear all this, of course. Char just hears it and doesn't say anything.
0: <laughs> you all right, Char?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm loose and I have the guard on my side now.
0: right If you get in the sticky wicket, let us know. All I... right. What are you guys doing? We're trying to find out what's going <laughs> on up here. Count has some kind of new trick. We're trying to find out what it is. Where's it at?
2: On the stage, we think. Oh,
3: okay. That's I'm upside down. <laughs> okay. So Char, you have your guard. What is your plan? What am I supposed to I'm looking for a prisoner, right? You are looking for something. Um it could be a prisoner. You don't you don't know what it is. You know
4: Oh right, right. A secret something.
3: Yeah. There's something going on, some secret power, some secret item, some secret something. Somewhere your thought was well basically you know down here if you could break out down here you could look around down here to see if you can find anything out while they're up there trying to figure anything out okay let's see now there are cells with prisoners down here a few so you know, that that is a thing uh and then there were two other hallways where you guys came in
4: are the prisoners anybody like on our side or are they just like scum and
3: villainy well you can go and see what's up go look if you'd like i want to go look because I like. Okay. You're walking back the way you came. There's no outlet the other way. It's just a dead end. But you come walking toward, like, you know, the way that uh, Alberto just burnt out of there, and you can still hear him squealing tires and yelling down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you come by a couple of empty cells. They're closed, but empty. And then you do come upon one, uh, and you see inside there is a small cot, and there is a thin figure lying down. They seem to have, I mean, they're wearing just like rags, look like rags. Uh, it's a, seems to be female. She's got like a deep, uh, like almost whitish, but bluish skin, icy. She seems to be someone from the freezing circle, which is strange that they would have a freezing circle, someone locked up in a prison cell in the freezing circle. What are you in for? She turns and looks over toward you all again, or toward you again.
1: Is this that you aren't there making all of this that noise? That's uh, my associate. Your associate. Well, tell him to keep it down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll
4: do my best.
3: And she turns back over and facing the wall. She's not particularly interested in you right now. Seems to be.
4: Nobody loves Char. Uh, so... Oh, what are you in for? Any... I am
1: in for being reborn.
4: Is I'm not allowed here? <laughs>
1: not, not for, for a, a queen of the Frozen Circle.
4: Okay, have a nice day. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you say a queen?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I am... E. La former queen of the Freezing Circle and leader of the Assassins.
4: I take it you're not with the, uh, unchained, forsaken, forbidden, whatever they're called now?
1: Ugh, I was slain by by some some of these forsaken beasts, but yet somehow now I live once more.
4: Okay, well, how about this? I'll let you out... And you can join us, and we'll install you back as queen after we take care of these forsakens. You can be our puppet
3: queen, or whatever, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, Char, 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 Char.
3: She sits up.
1: Who are you?
4: I am Chargenzus Kintel, the specific of the armies of A specific the, uh, what, what are we called again?
3: Well, they call you the Monumists.
4: The Monumists, they call us down here. I prefer to call myself the Charist. <laughs> God, I can't.
1: Oh, you are referring to the rebellious whelps following after the Hellburner, right?
4: That one, yeah.
1: The Howler. He yet lives? He lives yet. Well, truth be told, if it were not for the Howler, I would have never become queen of the Freezing Circle in the first place. You see, he vacated the throne by slaying the ruler before me. Yes, slay queen. Oh, she was a terrible mother, though, all things considered.
4: Most devils are. <laughs> have you heard of that, uh, that, uh, what's her name? Who? A, a, a solid small oh,
3: neftalia
4: <laughs> have you heard of neftalia <laughs> i've been I've, uh, I've heard of her
1: she, she's not nice yes i, I have well, you, you seem, seem to, to not be completely, completely worthless, worthless. Uh, I, have I have some, some interest, interest in your proposition if you will release me and the, the opportunity, opportunity arises i will assist you in this endeavor although i uh, must admit I am in the, quite a weakened state uh, after my recent rebirth and all.
4: Yeah, I've uh, I try to avoid that dying part.
1: Well, are you going to open the gate?
4: Uh, I mentally command my Zambi to open it, because I don't know which key it is, I just don't want to have to bother with it.
1: Roar.
3: Walks over and he flit, flips through and he same one he used to open your gate. He uses to open hers. Ah, I am sensing a pattern. She stands up. She walks towards you. She is beautiful. Um, hair cut really short, um, kind of like spiked, pointing back. Her horns are narrow. They are uh, like a pale, very pale blue. They go up and back and then up in the back. She looks young. Um, Strangely enough, possibly a result of the rebirth thing that happened recently. But she's dressed in rags. I mean, she's just wearing what looks like some sort of featureless, ratty garb.
1: You wouldn't happen to have a dagger or two, would you?
4: Let me check the inventory panel on my, um, my, my D&D Beyond. I don't, but I do have a uh, crossbow.
1: And you are willing to part
4: with it? For the time being, yeah. I mean, the armories of the uh, so-called monumists have many such crossbows for me to use, and I am i just carry it as a contingency.
3: I accept. I will take, take your crossbow. crossbow.
4: I hand her my crossbow.
3: She takes it. She shoots you. She shoots you in the throat. You bleed out and die. I, I
4: spit blood on her. That's my final ah. defiant act.
3: She kind of holds out her hand, and there's like a, um, sort of like a icy wind, like a sphere of icy power kind of rises up in her hand.
1: Yes, it is much it's better out, out here. Also, I'm not, not quite, quite ready, ready. yet. Lead the way, Where to? Wherever Where you would like.
4: Okay, well, we're looking for what, do you have any idea whether secret weapon or secret something another that's what we're here for but we don't know what it so is I'm just wandering around aimlessly
1: I haven't heard anything personally but I have occasionally felt some rumblings and well we are in the castle of the Count and he is one who enjoys both the dramatic and the powerful so I believe if we look we will probably find something kept down here
3: Uh, Alberto yes uh, they're they're chasing you. They they cannot catch you. And there aren't.
1: <laughs> like, there's
3: really just the two of them. They're, they they like fire a couple spells at you. Things like bounce off the walls. But so far you've been pretty good at avoiding them. Do you go up the way you came out, or do you try to go somewhere else? Try to go
2: somewhere else. Okay. But also kind of like trying to remember like the path that I'm taking and everything to kind of find a way to where I can like hide somewhere in the ceiling. Because I, I, I believe like I'm slowly but surely gaining a little bit more distance in front of them. So like also trying to remember if I found, ooh, that could be a good spot
3: where I can hide. Okay, so um, you are riding around, burning out. They chase you down the long hallway you came down that led to the mm-hmm. jail cells. And you, you pass a bunch of jail cells. You're going out. You take a left. There is the path that kind of goes straight out from you. And there's the one that, that hooks straight to the left. Mm-hmm. So to try and get away from them... Probably hook the one to the left. Okay, it's like maybe your best chance to get out of their sight for a minute because they are lagging behind you, Mm -hmm. and also that way you can dodge anything they're throwing at you. So you take a left and you just burn out down the ceiling. Yep. Um, Now you you take off, and it is a long hallway, and it actually descends, and the ceiling goes down with it. Pretty soon you're like, you know, you look back, and the ceiling where you're at is like almost level with the floor up there, Mm -hmm. and it's you're going down, down, down. I mean, it's a long descent actually. Mm Uh, There's st- steps below you. Now it's, it's it's descended into steps every once in a while. Steps, long walk, steps, long path. You finally come to a place where there is a there is a, a wall, and you kind of have to stop. But this is a glass. It, it looks like a glass wall. Oh. And on the other side of it, you see some people moving around in there, doing something. They're not paying attention to you right now. You're on the ceiling, uh, and you you see them operating. There's like some machines in there, but you can't hear anything coming through this glass wall.
2: Well, so I stop my bike. uh uh-huh. <laughs> And <laughs> I've I'm gotta immediately is this some sort of magical? Can I do like an arcana type of check
3: or um, investigation? Sure. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and roll me roll me a either one will be fine. Okay. Do Arcana. I'm better at that. Nineteen. Okay, yeah. You can tell that there's some sort of a magic ability Some sort of magical property to this wall that is preventing sound from coming in or out.
2: Oh, but can I go to the wall? Through the
3: wall? There's a door. There's a door down there. Oh, okay. And there's probably
2: one of those locks that I need, huh? You don't know. Oh. You can check it out. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to chime in. Hey! It's me! Amigos! (laughs) Amigos! Uh, Alberto, what is going on down there? Oh, a story of a lifetime, but I think I found something and I'm going to tell Char to like, you know, what, which directions I took and everything and all that. Mm -hmm. There's this crazy magical uh, glass door here and it's keeping sound uh, coming from in and out. I'm going to go in. Keeping sound out,
3: huh? Alberto,
2: see how many people are in the room?
3: You see quite a few, at least a dozen.
2: Quite a, quite a few, quite a
5: dozen. I know you want to. I do. But let's not go in the door yet
3: and wait for someone else to get there. They're wearing what look like, they're not wearing like armor, something like a lab coat.
5: I can take them. Okay.
3: You do you. (laughs) Also could be wizard's robes. You don't know. Oh,
5: wouldn't that be (laughs) fun? Twelve high level
3: wizards. Oh, man. Okay. You guys all hear this, Char. You hear and he's saying like where he is. So you know where he's at. You know how to get there. You guys pass across that path, but you also know there were guards chasing him, and they may or may not be chasing him down that hallway. Mateo, Oh wait. You're going to make a uh, distraction. Yes. Okay. You're you're using thaumaturgy, so I will let you. What, what kind of skill do you want to use here to do this? So you're using thaumaturgy to do it. But what I
5: it, was kind of thinking <clears throat> is uh-huh. when I drop my cup, I want to turn to that specific guard or. Servant or whatever, okay, and call out, please, please find me something to clean this up. up.
3: Okay, so I kind of want to persuade him to do that for me. Okay, persuasion or performance, either one would be fine. And I'm looking at your character sheet, and it's the same stat either way. So go ahead and make me a check. I'm gonna set the DC at a 14 to 25.
1: Oh, okay,
3: <laughs> okay, um, yeah, yep, thank you. So, yeah, you do that.
1: He's persuaded. <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Well, let me just quickly
3: grab it. And he walks up and he pulls out a handkerchief, and it's like a really big handkerchief. Just keeps pulling out of his jacket, kind of like a magician's trick, like out the sleeve. Hey, but it's just like one giant handkerchief. It's like the size of a bed sheet. and he throws it down, and it just starts to absorb. He's like cleaning up. I'd love me to clean that up. so I'm very sorry about that. Could we get you another drink? And he kind of looks and motions to other one of his one of the other butlers to come towards you as you're doing that. And there is a moment where the door is not being watched. I would like to sneakily try to enter said door. Okay, I will need a stealth check. For I that. will click on the stealth check button. <laughs> that is a
0: 17 on the dice, which makes it a 24. Oh, baby.
3: That is a good check, my dude. Uh, That'll do it. So you're able to slip in way past their their passive perceptions into the door. It's like a little bitty, just like a nook staircase that leads in and up. And you can, on that same stealth check, just kind of, if you'd like, step up and peer around up there.
0: I would like to step up and peer around there.
3: You're standing on the, the steps, and you peer around the corner, and you do see... Two prominent figures standing on the stage, talking to one another. One is very tall. I mean, he's 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 as big as that guard was that took them downstairs. Uh, the one who you now know Char is controlling somehow. Right. Um. You know, eight feet tall. He is garbed in full armor. I mean, he he is he is decked out in a heavy silver armor. He's got a deep blue skin, bald headed. With large, dark, dark blue horns, uh, kind of coming out and up, and you recognize him as Carkendol, Emperor of the Drowning Regime. Okay. Standing next to him is a shorter figure. He's kind of chunky, heavy set. Uh, some might would even say he's dumpy. Uh, he has long black hair slicked back. And he has a similar sort of pale bluish, icy skin, as who you recognize to be the Count. <gasps> and he is wearing a like a flowing robe that goes all the way to the floor, and then he has like a, t- a trail behind it okay. uh, that is like silver and. Red and purple and blue—it's like it's like sort of a swirling max of color. At first, it's like very clashy, but you know, it's just loud. You know, it's actually looks to be very fancy. And uh, they are standing there talking together, both holding a a goblet in their hand. And as they do, a young devil woman comes walking up to them, holding something in her hands—what looks like a clipboard—and she says, uh, "Sir, it, it's time. It is time. It's time, sir. If you're ready. If you're ready." And there are. A couple other people that are like on the stage like you know like pushing things out of the way getting things ready and he turns to her and he says
1: my dear yes the time has come let us please
3: begin with the festivities and she hustles off the stage and you're seeing this happen and you see the count step forward facing the curtain and Karkendall kind of hangs back a few feet like with his hands locked together in front of him as the curtain swings open now you are r- right here in a hidden place so they don't see you but this is all happening at once so i'm
0: like in the wings kind of off stage that's right? correct
3: but really not even off stage it's the steps that go up onto the stage from the floor got gotcha. uh, there is there's like a wall here and if you could go around that wall you would be on the like side stage there
0: okay as i'm looking onto the stage do i see any kind of like infernal doom ray or some kind of, like, secret weapon-looking thing. Like, is there anything on the stage besides Karkandall, the Count, and the clipboard lady? Is it the orange ray gun, curly You see a ray gun.
3: There is a metal gear uh, behind him. <laughs> uh, just kidding. No, there's nothing like that, nothing big, but as the, the curtain swings open, light pours into it. You do notice one thing. You notice that on the floor in front of Karkendall that now now it looks like he's actually standing on a little like, like a hexagonal platform sort of thing. It's like maybe, uh, maybe eight to ten inches high. Just like a little step. Okay. And there are these things they look like I don't know they're hard to describe like a little contraption like uh, sticking up out of the floor on each side and they look like they're connected to some kind of tubing or some kind of uh, cable that runs into the floor. Okay, so
0: I I could probably guess that there's something under the stage that's going to be raised up in a dramatic fashion.
3: Perhaps, something like that. Yeah. We got to cut away here to Char. That's me. You come around the corner, Char. You, with now Eladain in step behind you, crossbow in hand, and you look around the corner and you see two guards. I'm going to roll for them here. Oh, no. (laughs) Ten and under... They turn left, 11 and over. They go straight. I rolled an 11. So they go straight. They run forward in the direction that you know is not the way that Alberto told you he went. I go... They're obviously not that bright. They run forward, and you now have the opportunity, if you want, to step up and turn left and go down the long hallway toward where Alberto was. I do that. Okay. You turn. You're heading that way. Do you putt-putt, or do you jog? I, uh make haste i should say i lightly jog okay so you're making a light haste i don't think my heart could handle a full jog right you're probably right so alberto mm-hmm. what is alberto doing down there is he waiting
2: well now seeing this um uh, is there like different types can i kind of assume there's different types of like looking people like like heights and sizes inside the room somewhat yeah okay yeah. then yeah. seeing that because i really want to go in there I'm gonna disguise self uh-huh. to look like a lab coat, like a okay. like you know something similar to what they're wearing. Okay, and I'm gonna try to enter.
3: The door is locked. Char, yeah,
2: yeah. On the on the leg, come on. I need your keys. Uh,
4: I jog. I figured out my con is actually pretty decent, so I can jog.
3: He comes down the thing as fast as he can. The Zambi dude is also there, along with a new lady whom you don't know, dressed in rags, holding a crossbow.
4: Who's this? This is the queen of the Frozen Circle. We're going to restore her as our puppet. Like a Muppet?
3: Well, I don't know about that, but who are you? Oh, me?
2: I am Alberto. The devil that dares! I've ridden every land in the ah, Sorry. <laughs> 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 and, and, and that's when I kind of cast the this uh, guy self, and then, like it pinched me, and like <laughs> I was like, ah, never mind. One second, I gotta And then I look at some the person as, uh, as a mm-hmm. lab coat. All right, sorry about that. Next it, better.
1: Well, this does so seem strange. Are uh, uh, we planning to, to go, go in here? Uh, I do believe these guards will make their way down this way.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm going to sneak in there, check it out. And if I can single you guys in, then I'm going to do that. But it's locked. it's like, like a brilliant, brilliant
3: plan, shall, shall we? we?
2: <laughs> Let's do it.
3: So you tell your guard to open the door?
4: I tell my guard to open the door
3: mentally. He unlocks the door. You got to step in. Now that the door is open, it's actually kind of loud in here there's the sound, not people talking, but the sound of some kind of strange machinery. Like a humming noise. like Almost like a generator running. Not exactly like that, but that level of sound. Like a loud noise. You look, and from the doorway, you couldn't see it. But you look over, you turn uh, toward the sound. It's off to your right. And you step in. Alberto in the front with your lab coat. Followed by Char, the queen prisoner, and a giant zombie guard. Uh, you turn and you look, and there is off to the right some big clear solid cage with holes in it what's in it the curtain splits upstairs and all the talking and the chattering in the ballroom stops and quiets and everyone turns and there is a everyone starts clapping
0: during the applause i'm gonna mental link everyone and say like all oh, right boys show's starting and doll is here and I don't know what's going on, but I'm on the stage.
3: The curtain spreads, and stepping up is the Count. And the Count addresses the room,
1: and he says, Welcome, everyone, for tonight's festival, I hope that you have enjoyed the many refreshments that we have
3: prepared for you all. Only the best that we could offer. But of course, I know that you are all here for something much different than our refreshments, as good as they may be. And everyone kind of chuckles and, you know, very, you know, it's very stilted and, you know, obviously put on.
1: Anyhow, I have here with me the great and powerful Emperor of
3: the Drowning Regime. Our Lord, Karkendal And he bows and motions towards Emperor Karkendal, who you can all see up there in full silver regalia. And he does have on his head, you can now see gleaming in the light uh, as it goes uh, up onto the stage where before it was dim because of the curtains. There is a sort of silvery crown on his head resting between his horns. He doesn't move. He stands still, but he, he kind of keeps his arms like in front of him with his hands kind of locked together, and he gives like a nod and a bow of, of recognition. I
1: know that you've all no doubtedly been speaking about the rumors that you might have heard about some new thing that I've discovered, some new power
3: that perhaps we could wield. Something, he says, and, it, and the lights dim inside the ballroom, and they're just like focusing in now on the stage. Something. That could turn the tide of this war. That could give our regime the power which we deserve. Something that could finally snuff out that howler and all of his supporters. We are here today to show you this new found thing. Would you like to see it? And there is a, another applause. You know, like, you know it's very very reserved and very formal, but there's another applause. Couple of Small, like, imp-sized people come from either side. They kind of, like, hop forward. They reach down, and they grab a hold of those things that were sticking up out of the floor. And they pull them up. And like I said, it's, like, attached to some sort of a cable, some sort of what, what looked like a cable. But as they pulled up, you can see it's actually translucent. You can see through it. So it's almost like a tube. And they've got, like, a cuff. Each one comes up. And Karkendall pulls off these greaves, and he allows these cuffs to go to onto each of his hands, and he holds them up, where you can see. And they, like, click this lock, and when they do, you see him kind of wince as these needles stick into both wrists in his arms. You see, we have discovered a way to harness the power of the greatest enemy that the Nine Hills has ever seen. There's kind of like whispers around the crowd. Or, by the way, just at this moment, Mateo, you're you just staying there listening, right? Uh, yeah. And same for uh, Jock?
0: Yeah, I'm Watching? resisting the urge to go up and murder Karkandall, but I'm right. staying hidden so I can right. find out
1: what's going on. We have found something in our excursions into the Forsaken Circle. And as he says
3: that, one of the imp dudes on the other side pulled down this lever. And you can see something, a black, inky substance pumping up through the cables, the tubes, slowly making its way toward Karkendal's wrists.
1: Let us see what
3: our emperor can do with this newfound power. Chargensis. Yeah. Alberto Yuladane, zombie guard you look to the right you see an enormous clear cage with holes in it and there are these large tubes running down into it and they are connected to some giant like metal harness that is completely wrapped around a giant black inky four-legged beast Jar, you immediately know what this is. It is one of the Forsaken Beasts that you all fought. The same ones that came pouring out of the circle when you all fought the last day of the war against the Forsaken. And all at once, this machinery revs up and that thing's face, which is like solid, like opens up with these freaky looking teeth and feelers and it shrieks a great shriek. Dios it's the gym of and that is where we're going to end this first part of our make-believe champions uh, session oh no Ooh. ¿Por qué? <laughs> it can't be good right oh, yeah
4: it sounds fine to me no no bueno no bueno it was karkendahl who
2: had the cuffs on or was it the count
3: it was karkendahl oh. even more oh no he's about to get juiced <laughs> yeah he's about to he's get about juiced
2: yoked about to get, get zoined.
3: Uh, hey, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for playing. We will be back next week to find out what happens when Karkendall gets roided up on Forsaken Juices. Are
4: we gonna, are we gonna juice
3: them? We'll have to see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Sounds hard. Bye. We'll see you later. It's a hard diet to stick with. Goodbye.
2: Bye. 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 and i'm recording awesome. uh,
3: looks like yep, i'm recording I see
2: squiggly lines
3: see squiggly lines i didn't yep. squiggly lines are good but we're going to assume this is okay how does it look does it look okay does it look normal ah! uh-huh. it spiked a little bit well i mean you screamed into the microphone <laughs> <laughs> if you need to you can turn your mic down a touch <laughs> no, I'm you know? let's play some dungeons and dragons you ready no yeah Okay.
5: Do, 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 do.
4: Oh, that's not our theme song. <laughs>
3: that was Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm aware. 100%, 100% Pirates of the Caribbean. Copyright, sorry. Just, uh,
4: yeah, they played okay. that at the Raleigh Community Orchestra last
3: week. Oh, really? The Make Believe Heroes theme song. <laughs> Zach, is there a reason all your lights went out? Are you good? You said we were he, in he a, dark oh, oh, to, a dark area. Oh, good. Oh, you're in a dark place. You yeah, set my the scene. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You called it up. You're back. welcome. As the camera, you know, we'll call Oh, it just. Do you have a dimmer?
5: I can control it. With <laughs> it's my like phone. a he's got
3: he's got a I can control smart it with my phone. I see. I was like, it just. I can also Very tell ambient. my Alexa
5: to do it. It's pretty nice.
3: Oh yeah, that's nice. nice. Yeah, I also you know welcome to 2022, Alan. Who's sitting there? Uh, as in, who are you playing?
4: Oh, I was just like, yeah. You, you don't have to me tell me thing. everybody
3: else. It's like
4: <laughs> it's just you. Oh, uh, it's like you guys. Okay. Santa Claus, Donner, <laughs> and Blitzen, and didn't read the email. Right, take off.
5: I leaned down into his ear. Don't worry. It's all part of the plan.
4: How bad is here? Wait, what? Oh, no. No. (laughs) No.
3: (laughs) I do not
1: support this. Oh, no.